Friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle.life, and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle.life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you today, Lulu? Fantastic. I can't wait for this conversation. Oh, me too. Highlight, highlight of my month. So... As you might have noticed, we've got some new things going on at Mindful Sex Ed. We have some new music, new cover art, and we have a very special guest today. Billy Presida, host of the Manport podcast, is here to talk to us about sex parties and gangbangs. So thank you so much for being here, Billy. Thanks. If I can be known for anything, I guess uh, gangbangs. Sure. (laughs) You do talk about them quite frequently on your show, so. Yeah, no, they come up. It's weird because, like, I've organized quite a few gangbangs now, and I, except for one who was a a girlfriend at the time, these weren't people I was sleeping with. People were just like, I feel like you could pull this off. Can you help me out? (laughs) Yeah, and then I got, like, a reputation. I mean, you have to be known for something. Might as well be. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So That's a good one. Exactly, right? So, Billy, maybe you could just describe a bit about yourself and your podcast and introduce yourself to our audience. Sure, sure. Uh, my name is Billy Presida. I'm a stand up comedian in New York City. And I also host a show called The Man Whore Podcast, A Sex Positive Quest for Love. I started the show uh, over eight years ago talking to women I'd hooked up with about why we didn't work out because I hate myself. And, uh, <laughs> After getting enough of that, I I started also expanding to include uh, sex educators, porn stars, queer performers, dating experts. Uh, Now I've been branching out. I've had on a senator, uh, actors, comedians, musicians, uh, talking about sexuality, talking about gender, talking about love. And yes, sometimes about (laughs) gangbangs. Well, I've been a big fan of your show for a long time. Um, Billy came to as a guest speaker to a class that I was teaching uh, back in 2017, I believe you called yourself pervert. Pervert. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And my students absolutely loved talking with you and your show has just been really wonderful because you've had so many different voices on there. Um, But also you've been very candid and vulnerable about your own sexuality and your own life. And I think it's it's interesting to see how much you've grown since the show has started. So, oh, yeah, I've been uh, because of something <laughs> I'm doing with a business partner. I've had to go through all my old episodes and and pop around looking for certain clean spots to place ads in. But like <laughs> where I'm popping around, gosh, I'm hearing some old takes, some old opinions I had. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> oof. It's a good thing I'm just a comic and not like an expert or a coach or anything like that. I'm just a comedian with a fuck show, which means I'm allowed to be wrong a lot. Uh, And gosh, (laughs) I really was a lot. I probably still am on other things. In three years, I'll be like, oh, fuck, I said what now? Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, yeah, you know, we like to show progress, not perfection. I think that's a little more realistic. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. That's a great point. 
So, Billy, we are here, of course, to talk about the gangbangs and the sex parties. And as this is an educational podcast, can you explain what a gangbang and a sex party are and what are the differences between the two? Well, let me push my glasses up real quick. Hi. Hello, everybody. Oh. Um, I'm here to <laughs> define some terms for you. OK, <clears throat> this, is very, this is a hot button issue sometimes uh, is, is what constitutes a gangbang. What, what is an orgy? versus sex party versus blow bang versus bukkake i mean gosh you do not want to put you ever you ever get people in the same room who they're fighting like it's beer pong or it's beirut you know Mm. it's like that (laughs) tomato or tomato those yeah how many for an orgy i mean you'll see people fight real hard over five (laughs) versus six and then there's some freaks who say four and i'm like grow up but you know uh (laughs) yeah group sex can take a variety of forms let's see let let's start Let's start with uh, a sex party is just a party where sex is allowed to happen in a fairly open fashion. Uh, A lot of house parties are kind of sex parties, except you're just not supposed to be fucking at them. You know, (laughs) just like imagine that really cool party where you like sneak into a bathroom or, you know, to finger somebody or you sneak into a bedroom. I can curse on this, right? I forgot that. Okay. I don't know what kind of uh, education (laughs) tone we're taking. Not for the children. So it's fine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so so a sex party is just a party you can have sex at. They can look different ways. They can have take different forms. They can have different rules. That's a general idea of a sex party. A an orgy, I think personally, is like five people or more having sex in a variety of of formats. Unless it's like a single receiver person getting fucked by five people because then that's just just that's just a train to me i also think that's a gangbang when it's one receiver and multiple penetrators right that Mm -hmm. would be like the gangbang and particularly if they're using various holes i think a train is when one person after another fucks somebody versus a gangbang is a little bit more there's a lot going on at once Mm -hmm. uh, and people tapping in tapping out uh, uh four people that's a foursome three is a threesome uh one is like my tuesday night alone <laughs> that's the well you weren't you weren't alone yesterday so i'm confused no, i was not did i miss something uh, you no know, uh you know, i mean yeah i don't know kiss and tell i listen to the next episode no uh it was very fun <laughs> but... no, the mixer was fun and then like when it was done i like I, you know i call i was in a very good sexual mood so i called a very sexual friend and it was like you up and took a cab to the upper east side woke up there this morning and uh had a nice uh are. stride of pride home yes oh uh, i like so that. yeah no that's how i would define stride those and if i and because i mentioned them real briefly i'll say uh, a bukkake is is where there's a single recipient person i've had somebody call it a, a special guest and uh, and they just they get cummed on that's the whole point is to be ejaculated upon by multiple multiple dicks and then a blow bit so but like you don't may not have to touch anybody i used to go to this bukkake that i've been to a couple times in westchester where you know the guy just invites a bunch of people to come on his wife he plays the same well he plays the same porn he okay so in like 10 years ago i go to a i answer an ad for bukkake on craigslist and i go to westchester i had a friend drive me from the train and I was like, Katie, just if here's the address, if I never call you back, I died. He did it. And so 
And while we're all like hanging around, I think the playoffs were on for football. So like all it's just a bunch of dudes trying to like connect with each other before we take our dicks out. Mm. And we're like talking about the game because like with men, for some reason, at any point in time, you can just mention the game. Which game doesn't matter. There's a game on somewhere and we can talk about it. Uh, but and, and then at some point he dims the lights and he wheels out this this TV on the you, you never like show your kids a movie for class. It's like that. Yeah. He wheels out the big tube TV. And yeah. before he brings it out, he, he plays this like kind of retro. It looks like a 1990s kind of vintage porn movie with these like mm. two beautiful women, very elaborate set design. This is back when porn had like a budget, you know, for costumes yeah. and set design. And it's like really fancy porno. And then he brings his wife out, you know, with the blindfold on. And we all took turns jizzing on her. Fine. I want to say five, six years later, I answer an ad. It turns out it's for the same Bukaki. I'm like, great. I go up to the Westchester again, same house, same rules, same setup and everything. I go up there, same setup, same rules, <clears throat> same everything. Guys hanging around waiting for the Bukaki to start. And then the dude, the husband does, and he's wearing the same robe as the first time. And he wheels out that fucking tube TV on the substitute teacher cart again. And, and then he plays the same exact porn film hmm. and i'm like oh clearly this is a thing i do not know what this movie means to them uh but this is clearly this is what they want to play before their bukkakis okay a blow bang mm -hmm. is more like specifically like a gang bang but with the mouth hole like it's very specifically about yeah. sucking a bunch of dicks the ejaculating upon is not as uh, important to define a blow bang as a bukkake but a blow bang definitely requires all the blow jobs and I God. think those are a, a good variety of group sex encounters you can have. I'm sure the, the lesbians have a, a good few that they could throw in when it's just a bunch of vulvas in the room together. But, you know, that's I'll, I'll leave that to them. Absolutely. We appreciate that. We'll get some of those lovely ladies in here to give us all those amazing definitions so we can share with our audience. So yeah. when we are talking about, I think especially for not really a sex party, but more of a, a gangbang, what is the vetting process? Like, is there an application we're filling out? Is there like a, I know you so you can come type of thing? I mean, it depends on the gangbang and who's organizing it and what their rules are and comfort levels are and what they want. And, you know, you it can be, it, you could be at a sex party and someone is rounding up a bunch of dicks to gangbang somebody uh it could be a private thing um it can be a not very it could just be with your friends it could be anonymous i mean it just it's what the rules are whatever you want them to be with most fantasies like the rules are whatever the, whatever you want them to be you know when i have organized gangbangs usually i recruit from reddit just because uh it kind of reddit has kind of filled in the place that craigslist had when sesta fosta brought down the casual encounter section r.i.p I miss I miss you every day, uh, but I usually use Reddit or people I already know or people I've used from like past things. Some of them are in the sex pause scene in New York. I like literally have a spreadsheet that's just gangbang contacts. It's just a list of people wow. who I know can at the at the minimum follow directions, which is when people ask what's the hardest part about organizing a gangbang. Truly, the first problem is men. Uh, yes. <laughs> Not you specifically, lowercase m, man. It, no, the concept of it is that is the first barrier. I've never dealt with such shit. And when I try to organize a group sex event that requires men, I don't know. Because like, <clears throat> I will put out a thoughtful post, okay? 
and it will have very clear instructions. Here are the instructions. Here's what you need to be to qualify. And then if you qualify, send me a message literally just with that. This is all you have to send me right now. Mm-hmm. And, and they still fuck that up. I'm asking some basic questions like honest size of your dick. Uh, you know, last time you had an SDI, t- you know, if there's information that woman in particular wants and they fuck it up, I'll get people who say, Hey, I just get a dick pic. Be like, I get dudes who will DM me and just be like address. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> ah, my head hurts. Oh, like one guy, I remember, you know, he said, you know, something like address or, Hey, or yo, I want in on the gang bang or something. And I'm like, did you read the ad? And he said, no which I appreciated the honesty, at least made things make sense. I said, yo, why don't you read the ad? He's like, yeah, it just look kind of long. I'm like, dudes will not read 150 <sighs> words for free pussy. It's, it's abominable. It's actually, guys, when you hear them bitch and moan, no, it's, it's, va- it's very real. It is, mm. I have to deal with it too sometimes. It is horrendous. <laughs> you know they what? I don't, feel, words. I don't feel as bad now. I don't feel as don't. bad because I thought... That it was just, you know, the vulva people when we ask men. So, no, okay, just like across the board. So, okay, no problem. No, they're just I terrible people. We just suck. <laughs> we just, it's just, it's, I don't get it. If they would put in the littlest bit of effort, they would maximize the amount of pleasure they could get. Uh, but that's where I come in with like, you know, I clear a low bar every day. I trip over it and, you know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, when, when most men can't clear a low bar, I trip over it and I look amazing. They're like, oh my gosh, you, Red, oh my gosh, you asked me a question on a date. Wow, you didn't just explain crypto to me for an hour. Wow, <laughs> like the you licked it once. Amazing. Is the, the bar is truly low. So, uh, but so, but so, how do you how do you organize the gangbang? Is just however you want to do it, whatever vetting process you want to do. Uh, I do think there are ways to do it more or less reasonably. But at the end of the day, if somebody wants certain things, then that's what they need. You know, that's what it needs to be. You know, I think dicks, I think considering dick size is important, uh, what you want to, I mean, I might be jumping ahead into like how to do this, but like, yeah, that's something you, they might factor in and you don't want to lie because like for all the women I've organized these for, I've had different dick size ranges that they want. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you, I have had so many dudes who, if they were like really close outside of the range, like half an inch to an inch, I would say, ah, gosh, you're just outside. And they'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. I swear I'm actually this. I just thought maybe you would want this. I'd be like, oh, no, but now I can't trust you. Right. Right. So it's uh, just just be honest, okay? Because some people want smaller ones because they're like, they understand what their pussy can handle. And some people were like, no, I really want like a challenge or I prefer this really specific range of dicks, Um, Hmm. you know? So, uh, yeah. Is there an application sometimes? Do the application. Don't I mean, skip steps. I have an application, so I would be. I, would, I mean, not for a game bank specifically. Oh, I was gonna, gonna say, just wait, where's the link for that? It's. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I, I I adjust it on need to know basis, but it's called getting to know you before I fuck you. So I think it it just serves an amazing purpose, you know. Yeah. And I used to walk around with a very, you know, miniature size measuring tape for just those so occasions. Let's see if you know you can come to the party or not. Like, yeah. I mean, look, and if you want to have a like a multi-page like application, you can. I, I, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about answering some basic questions. Mm-hmm. And I think dudes don't realize how much good sex they miss out on because they don't read a hundred oh, words so in true. a post. Yeah, yeah. It's or sometimes true. they'll be like, "Hey, I just want to know if this is real." 
assume it's real. That was a pretty well thought out post. It's probably real. Yeah. You should really <laughs> respond exactly how you were instructed to. Which the, another way I filter out is because uh, uh, this is me being selfish. I'm not getting paid to organize this gangbang yet. So uh, I, whatever she need, info she needs, I also include. And send me a screenshot of you subscribe to the Man Whore podcast. And uh, Ooh, I think we need. I think we have some advertising ideas. This we should have exactly. jumped on this <laughs> from the yeah, get go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So. You finally get the gangbang organized. Everyone shows up, or most people show up. Mm-hmm. What is the etiquette? Always overbook a gangbang, because people mm. will flake. There's traffic. Someone's mom could die. Always overbook oh. by one or two, because you never they, know. They may have that ED thing. Dick wasn't working this week. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that can be a factor, too. Um, you know, that, that's another thing is you usually want to ask about experience. It, it the, it's fine to take on newbies, but you wouldn't want like an entire group of newbies unless that's what the the recipient wants. Uh, but like you, you definitely want some people you can rely on to be like they're good. Honestly, sometimes I've booked my friend with a strap on, and my friend, you know, my you know, my friend uh, Anna will come with her strap on, and that was I'm like I know that's gonna happen, and then I always make sure I fuck before she goes. You never want to fuck after the chick, the person with the strap on, because <laughs> you can't you can't show them up. You automatically lose. That can just go on for as long as their hips can handle it. So I always try to fuck before the strap on participant. But uh, that's another way to get like a surefire thing. So many notes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're saying so people show up and then what you said etiquette. So what is the the etiquette for how the bank the gangbang gets started? Like, uh, how do you take turns? How do you negotiate these different aspects of it? It just do seems like pull numbers. Like pull a number. <laughs> is it like a deli line? <laughs> I haven't seen someone do it like that yet, but I would love for Ooh. someone to like operate their gangbang like the deli where like you take a number that I think would be amazing. Uh, that, but that's like, that's gotta be a specific fantasy for the mm. the person. They gotta be like, no, I want to feel that's my fantasy. You know, I, you know, I worked in a deli, you know, to get work my way through college. And uh, I've always wondered, <laughs> Oh, what if instead of for me, it was for this. Yeah. I could see somebody having that. Well, it's still for uh, me. It's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The etiquette and rules, again, I mean, it really is whatever you want it to be set up as. And I I feel most co- – I've gone to things where they're just like, hey, look, just don't you know, respect consent and boundaries, but here's the address and time. Uh, I feel more comfortable when I get a little bit more of a list, a little bit more of like a bullet points of expectations, expectations she expects of us, expectations we can expect of the goings-on because it really can be all sorts of ways. I've done it where you're just um, I went to like, I think it was a, a Bukaki in in Midtown once. And we all just like sat in this like hotel room in like this foyer and just sat around. It's kind of weird because we were waiting for her to like finish getting dolled up. And the husband's mm-hmm. there trying to be like, oh, yeah, no, don't worry. Yeah, stay, sorry. Yeah, this is always like this. Uh, uh, always late. And then but we're just a bunch of dudes just sitting around be like, I guess we're going to have our dicks out in front of each other soon. But uh, uh, nobody wants to talk to each other. So and I'm usually the guy who tries to break the ice. And if it's if it's that kind of setup, I'm like, hey, can we? We're this should be fun. Can we all like have a giggle real quick? I mean, there was one dude at that one. I recognized this one kid. I was like, you, I recognize him from a different bukkake (laughs) from like the previous year. I was like, I like I didn't say it to him. I was like, I think, oh, you, yeah. And then he takes his dick. I was like, I recognize those balls. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
very respectful guy. So uh, it could be all sorts ball. of ways. Yeah. <laughs> it could be all sorts of ways. Be, you know, try to have some fun unless they tell you not that fun. But I mean, you know, I just, uh, you know, you want to have, have a good time. There's usually going to be people who are new unless like they specifically book people who are all used to this. But if they're all used to this, then they're all probably going to be chatty and chill because they're like, what? It's just a gangbang. You haven't done these, you know, 20 times. Uh, so, yeah, just be relaxed, be chill, be respectful. Yeah, you know, just follow follow along with whatever the couple and most importantly the participant wants. Because you, you know, a lot of times it's a couple. I I I don't know if I've been to a gangbang or something like that where it was just the like a chick alone. It was usually like some sort of group situation. But what is so you know we always shower? Like the... Oh, I should say that. I mean, do this yeah. before fucking everything, everybody. A date, a gangbang, a massage, shower, you filthy yeah, animal. Yeah. Yes, that part. Wash your balls. Um, you as a, know, as a massage therapist, yes, please do that. Don't come sweat. Yeah. But what is you know something you? I mean, you've been having us giggle all this time, but I know you can make us giggle just a little bit deeper. What's the most weirdest or outlandish thing you've had happen at one of these amazing events that we can all have a chuckle about? Yeah, uh, someone came on me by accident a little bit. Yeah, oh. a little misfire. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's boy. uh, you really just gotta, you just really gotta, uh, you know. You got to wipe that one off. You just got to let it go. Uh, you don't want to freak out, but it's also like, yo, this dude like did just come on my arm a little bit. Like I, that's not what I came here for. Yeah. Um, I almost, <laughs> almost feel like when you said that it took me to, um, uh, what's that movie? Uh, another scary movie thing where they were peeing and they were crossing streams. I'm like, what if two friends when they were crossing come streams? Like <laughs> It just felt so comfortable. Two brothers, like why? Well, if they're crossing streams, that means that they both missed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean that was that was a one. Um, you know, I got surprised one time. Like the the husband, like this. One, I must have been what like twenty two, twenty three. Husband, like I was like getting close to enter her, and he grabbed my dick to like guide it in. But also didn't ask or didn't warn in a thing. And so, I mean, it was like, I think that might have been the first time like a man had like grabbed my, like held my shaft, even if it was just for like a couple seconds. Right. I just, it was just like very unexpected. I would have preferred like, do you mind if I guide you into her? And then I could say like, actually, I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with that or, you know, whatever. So that was, that was a surprise. I went to one on Long Island I think it was supposed to be a sex party or gang. I couldn't tell, but I got there and it was like, not what I expected. It was really seedy. It was for profit. Um, like there's a guy like with like a little, like a tin cash box at the door. And there were like three, not really attractive women that then that was it. That was there. It was weird. There were like 40 dudes and these three women. And I was, I was so like, this is weird. I connected with one guy and we just, there was a, I used to be an underground poker dealer. Okay. And so there was a game that night. And when I realized like, I'm not going to be at this, I was like, I think I'm going to get a game. And this guy was leaving. And he's like, yeah, that was weird. So like, yeah, I was like, he's like, what are you going to do? I was like, I didn't play poker in the city. He's like, can I come? I was like, sure. Cause I'll, I'll take the referral bonus. So I, he followed <laughs> my car to back to the city from long Island. And we played poker much more fun. <laughs> that feels yeah. like a very long Island tale. Like that's what I would expect out of a long Island gangbang. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then th th this one. Oh gosh, I think 
<laughs> I forgot this one. I got to it late, and this is, you know, I respect the policy. I got maybe, you know, because New York City subway system, you, you build in 15 minutes mm -hmm. of being late usually. And I was just, I guess, a little too late. So, like, they did not open. The, the door was closed and locked, and they were at it. And I just, like, didn't. I just kind of oh, standing no. out there until eventually I realized I was not getting into the gangbang. And I just had oh, to leave. Wow. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'm in whatever neighborhood I was. Okay. So Make sick. sure you go to your gangbangs on time, everyone. And on Shower. time means five minutes early. Come on. Yeah. It's <laughs> yes, it does. Consent. Please don't guide people's genitalia without asking. You know, we're very yeah. big here on Mindful Sex Ed about cons consent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's always good to, because like, look, you don't know, um, usually when you're booking this, like you don't know <clears throat> who's, who's you know, straight or who's queer. And so you you I usually actually remind the guys in it. I'd be like, hey, ask before you touch each other. Or like, mm -hmm frankly like i think i've sometimes asked the women like do you mind if any guys play with each other and some are like i guess i don't care and some have been actually like no i really want to make sure the focus is on me so right. you just it's almost like inclusive to say hey don't blow each other at this okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like i am i am i'm validating i am seeing you and that's why i'm telling you not to blow anyone at this particular event um. <laughs> no blowing before i get mine okay just yeah yeah something like that done here yeah, um, and I've seen it done different ways. Like I've seen it be like a really formal circle. Like everyone introduce yourself, introduce yourself with your pronouns, your sexual orientation, and what you love about gangbangs. Um, you know, if <laughs> I, I've I've been at many of those as well. It's uh, it truly can look all sorts of ways. Does that mm -hmm. actually make the vibe a little bit better when you all kind of get to know each other and it's not like. I don't know, totally anonymous or, or does that just make it uncomfortable? I mean, I went to like a weird seminar, talk about your feelings, boarding school. So I've just like, I've done that so much. I'm like, okay, I guess we'll do this for the group sex too. Whatever, you know, every different strokes for different folks. It just depends on go. what your vibe is. Hmm. So what good. was your first gangbang? Like hmm. the very first one you went to? Do you mean like first kind of group like uh like the like with the a bukkake or bloat bang count or do you want like first like gangbang? Oh, oh that gosh. is a multiple options. Movie. I guess the I say first... this because I, I went to like, my first gangbang was later than okay. the, the other type of stuff. I guess I guess your fruit your first group sex experience that kind of got <laughs> your foot in the door to trying out these other options. Yeah, senior year of college, there was uh well then well there's the gangbang that didn't happen. Maybe I should start with that one. That was okay. sophomore year. Uh there's a gangbang <laughs> where the chick didn't show up. <laughs> like like a bad, you know, by guy porno plot, right? Like I don't know, she didn't show up. What are we gonna do? Not do this to each other. Um <laughs> the, <laughs> the ad Okay, so this woman or alleged woman, I like to say woman because otherwise it's a lot sadder if I say alleged woman because then we open up that reality. I know that's a possibility. We don't have to remind me. Thank you. So the woman's, her fantasy was she wanted a bunch of dudes uh, to be watching porn together, jerking off. And then she mm -hmm. wanted to uh, walk in and catch us jerking to porn. And then she was going to put in this like, mommy son's incest role play fantasy she was gonna punish us by sending us all to our room and making us have sex with her uh -huh. and I was okay 
So All I right. get to, to this like nice apartment building in Chelsea on 23rd Street. I go up and uh, and it's just it's me. It's the guy whose apartment it is me and these other two dudes. And I'm 19 at the time. Like I am a baby. Uh, this is very, you know, I am the young, clearly the youngest one there. The dude whose apartment was was like in his 40s. And, okay. you know, he put porn on. This is the first time I took my dick out in front of boys before i didn't have groups group showers uh you know in high school for uh for my sports team so i've right. like i've not just like had it out there i've never i didn't jerk off with a buddy i didn't i didn't have any <laughs> of that, i know a lot, i know a lot of guys have that thing it's like sometimes you you jerked off with a friend or you experimented i didn't have friends i didn't have anyone to experiment with right like i do they have that Oh, oh wow. yes, they, they, I yeah. definitely have heard that okay. many times. Oh, the you group porn watching is a thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, whether it was like they would watch porn together and they jerked off together, or sometimes it was uh, like a, you know, maybe you know, they touch. They, I mean, there's that. You know, it's someone that what was Seth Rogen said that joke in Four Year Old Virgin? Like, look, my I, I held my friend's balls in Hebrew school once, right? Just that's true. Childhood experimentation yeah. with their friends, but again no friends. So, um, that, that is my reality. So it was my first time I have my dick out in front of other men and I try to jerk it. It was difficult. It was a lot of noodle yanking for a while. It was uncomfortable. I, a, a few times, I think I got it up to like a 75% chub or whatever. Like, but it was, it was hard. I was like nervous. I was like, I don't know. I hope maybe when she gets here, I'll be able to get hard, but we'll see. Right. Mm -hmm. We're all jerking off. We're I'm on the couch with one guy, and one guy's in this chair over here. One guy's in the chair over there. The, and the door to the apartment is propped open, but just she's she's running late. Okay, that's normal. Still running late. He's checking the phone. This is pre-smartphone, so he's checking like his BlackBerry. This was oh, yeah. it's before okay. like everyone has smartphones, so he's checking like his oh, BlackBerry. Yeah. And no, no email. Oh, you know, running nothing from her. Hey, I sent her an email. Okay, okay. 45 minutes go by and it's just kind of like, yo, so where is this chick? Like I did not come here to just jerk off with you dudes. And everyone was, and then everyone else is starting to get concerned too. After mm -hmm. about an hour, I threw in the white flag or white sock, you know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I said like, Hey, I think I'm going to go. I went into the bathroom and I finished cause I'm not a monster. And then I got dressed <laughs> and I, you know, I, I left. <laughs> Do you, do you think there was actually a woman involved or maybe the organizer just kind of why why even explore the question well it would be <laughs> okay there's obviously well so so just to put a pin on the next day we all get an email like hey guys something happened with my husband i'm so sorry i would love to like reschedule this or whatever okay maybe one plausible mm -hmm. idea is that she exists and there's that two is that it could be the guy whose place it was and this is just his way to like jerk off with some bros or which is probably the funniest one. Someone could have just first found someone who was willing to host such a gangbang and then found people to participate in this gangbang and just sent a bunch of dudes to an apartment <laughs> to jerk off with each other, knowing that they, you know, I don't know. I don't overthink it. Um, what's the <laughs> phrase someone brought up to me today was uh, if you want to hear the song, don't dissect the bird. Gotcha. So like, okay. you know, I don't know. I like to think that it was just a scheduling mishap. Okay. Got it. We'll go with knows? that. We'll we'll put a period at that. It won't. We'll just, that's where yeah. it's at. For senior right. year, uh, there was a bukkake ad I answered, and that did happen. It, that was some, yeah. somewhere in like Park Slope or something. 
And I went out okay. there and uh, I was still the youngest. I was 21. And uh, I think it was five of us. One of them's like her partner. It's just in this nice brownstone, like two floors. And it was her. This is what I love. She was like a, she was one of those like type A badass boss executive ladies. Like it was her brownstone. This was not their brownstone. This was not his brownstone. This was her brownstone. Uh, he was a boyfriend helping out. Love it. Okay. She was older. She's probably in like her late thirties or forties. And I knew that this, we, when we arrived, when we we're waiting, uh, she's kind of like in the back in this kitchen with a, an eye mask on. And she's just like masturbating with a vibrator. Like we're not even supposed to really engage yet. And when she gets brought over and he locks the door, because if you're too late, you do not get in. He brings her over and she says, Hey, this is how I knew that the thing was for her. This was her fantasy, not like something she's doing to indulge her boyfriend. She goes, Hey, everybody, before we start, I just want to, I, I was wondering if maybe um, I, it was Christmas season. She said, I was wondering if I get a picture of me with all the cocks under the tree. Like, if you don't mind, I just, <laughs> I would really love. And of course, we indulged her. But like, she had such a smile on her face. And it was like, I think one of the earliest times I had seen. Let me put it this way. When you watch porn, not all the time does it look like she's having a fun time. Not, oh, absolutely. It's not fantasy that in 2010, 2011, I think we were hearing I, women were as openly sharing that they had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was really cool to see her so excited for this, smiling like this is for her. This is just a woman who wants to suck a bunch of dicks and have them come on her. And my, you know, my dad is far more sex negative than me. He recently was like, Billy, any lady who wants to suck 20 penises needs psychiatric evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. You're not invited. Like, whatever. <laughs> we need 19 more. Uh, and so I think it was a, it was cool to, like, really see uh, that kind of desire from a woman. Just to, like, it kind of affirm, like, so maybe this is why like I have the views that I do so like nonchalantly because like I from young sexual ages was like no some women just want a bunch of cum on them like and seems normal and she's successful and seemingly healthy like you know that why would this be weird uh and then this was wonderful we were instructed she wanted us to they bought a special pair of eyeglasses and she's like I want they were like thick rim black rim eyeglasses and she wanted us all to when we came to try to aim for the glasses, I think uh -huh. one, so she didn't get cum in her eye. Very smart. Great practical. Very practical. Very practical. <laughs> but she also wanted, um, they wanted to put the glasses like on the nightstand or like a dresser for a while with all the dry cum covered in dry cum, something to like remind her of the night when mm. they fuck other times. I thought that was mm. sweet. Uh, and then, so at one point she's like ready to go. And uh, the boyfriend, I think like was, recording a little bit so the four of us the four of us the part uh new guys we were standing around her and we were taking our dicks out and she's just looking up with such a big fucking smile it was wow. super hot like just a lot of joy radiating from her face and she's like which one should i suck first and she like put her finger like on my chest and was like i think you something about being like young dumb and full of cum and i just <laughs> i beamed. i was pissed I, I I spent most of high school and like not being picked and girls were not really interested in me. And then all of a sudden, like I am at a bukkake with a super hot, successful woman who wants to suck my cock and then have me come on her. And she's picking me to go first. I'm like, 
This is great. It was a great pleasure. It was really nice. fun. Never heard from now her again. Yeah, I don't know who it is. I don't know her like name. I, you know, again, my podcast is with people I've hooked up with, and I used to use uh, one Craigslist had proxy emails, so sometimes you just never knew a real email address um, because sometimes you always stayed within the proxy email. Sometimes mm -hmm. you could reply and it would start showing the real emails just depended. So one, I may not have had her actual email or anything to contact her with. And I don't remember the address, but two, like I used a Yahoo. I had a, a Yahoo email specifically for all this stuff. I used to use my like NYU email because I was like, whatever. And then I was like, I should probably have like a separate email account just for this <laughs> perv stuff. <clears throat> so, so I had this Yahoo email address and then uh, I don't know why, but I panicked when I was trying to find a real job when I was 24. I like, I guess I panicked and I, I just, I deleted it. I don't know why I thought that was going to like, I would get, that would come out or be in whatever, but like, yeah, I, so I don't have this Yahoo email address anymore. So there's so many potential guests for the podcast. I'll never, cause I have no way of even reaching them even through their, their pervy email or, or looking through the threads, see if there was a phone number or anything like that. Um, but oh, she was man. a great lady introduced me to group sex. Well, maybe that... you'll manifest her back into your life. Just put it out there at the universe. I'll know her by her massive, I won't say what the tattoo was, but she had a very long, big um, tattoo piece that ran from like her thigh, the middle of her thigh, like all the way up to the rib cage. So oh, like wow. if I saw her naked, I would know who she was. Okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of seeing people naked, I just want to touch upon your experiences with sex parties because you've been you've talked about those a lot on your show. Sure. I so just maybe got booked could... to uh, MC a costume contest at one uh, at the end of the month. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Ooh. So maybe yeah. tag along your experiences <laughs> at various sex parties, and you know the one that you've talked about most prominently, I think, is Hacienda, which sounds yep. like a great great place. So. Yeah, I mean, what do, what do you want to know specifically? Um, I pretty, I mostly, almost exclusively, have gone to just hacienda when we go to talk about like sex parties. Yeah. Um, I have been in group sex as just a bunch of friends doing a thing, um, right. or like a friend through a sex party for their friends. Um, I've been to Desire Resorts, which is kind of like a all the time sex party thing, and uh, but the, like in terms of like buying a ticket, almost always I just I've been. It was the first like real sex party I went to and it was mm -hmm. exactly what I wanted. It was the right vibe. It was the right tone. It was, it was just, it felt right. And, and I didn't really feel like trying that many new ones. Uh, I am a creature of yeah. habit. I, you know, if I like a certain food, I eat like about the same foods. Usually I have the same, like for me to try something new when I'm in the routine is like tough. So I was like, Oh no, I have found, I found the soda. I like, I found the burger place. I like, and this is the sex party I like. Right. And that's just, that's all I don't need, you know, new things are scary. So Hacienda <laughs> is wonderful, but yeah. So what specifically do you want to know? Well, I guess kind of going with Hacienda, um, you know, like what is, how do you, I guess, join this, a sex party or a sex party group? What do you have to go through? What is the consent like? Why do you click with that vibe versus some other parties, that sort of stuff? Sure. I can't speak to two. Mm -hmm. I mean, sex parties, if they're kind of community based, like honestly, those are more likely to have like an actual application um, mm -hmm. versus like a gangbang. But uh, yeah, my pathway is a little odd. Like you can't really mimic it. 
and I can't speak to too many other parties. So I'll just try to speak to like what mostly they do at Hacienda and Hacienda, even what like Hacienda's uh, does has changed and evolved. So, Cause I've been going there for like eight years. So wow. it's just, it's been very different. It used to just be a party where they like invited like 80 of their sluttiest friends over to their apartment <clears throat> and they charged like 30 bucks to cover like cleanup and DJ and shit like that. And now it's like more of a, you know, community but like also business yeah i mean like the the tickets ain't cheap no more uh but but (laughs) well but well worth it right uh you know yeah this okay this party's 40 bucks but like you'll see the difference between like the 30 dollar party and the 100 dollar party um when you go so now i think they do referrals like somebody has to like sponsor you so to speak they have to vouch for you Uh, i think Mm -hmm. that's a really cool method of quality control uh, when you're doing something at scale that they're doing again, not when it's just 20 friends go to Chris's loft, but like when you're having a party with like 150, 200 people. Uh, so, so within a community of like, you know, many, many more. So, you know, I, yeah, usually like you need a sponsor. Sometimes I've heard of parties that have full on applications. Sometimes they're trying to judge you by your hotness. Sometimes they're Mm -hmm. trying to judge by like, how many dicks and how many pussies are going to be there sometimes they ju- uh, i've heard of parties that are doing it based off of like your vibe and unfortunately there are some where it's just more like well what can you pay so if you're a single guy there's a oh man i don't want to like slam on something and get this word wrong because i'll sound like a douche and an idiot but uh so, an so don't do it it's gonna hurt you don't do it. I don't know if it hurt. There's there's a party with a few letters in it that like, you know, if you're a single dude and have enough money, like you'll get in. Uh, okay, the, the direction is more than one. I can think of a couple that fit that description. But yeah, so got so it. I think it just depends. I know it has the end. A lot of it is just about like, I know I don't bring someone to a party. I don't vouch for mm-hmm. um, it. You know, it's certainly not like invite them and vouch them for membership. Like, I really have yeah. to know you because like, if you fuck up, if you grab a titty you're not supposed to be grabbing like that's gonna come back to me too that you know and i could lose my invitation privileges or like i i remember many years ago there was a guy who invited another guy and that guy did something really not great and not only was that guy banned but like the the guy who invited him like wasn't allowed to come to parties for a little while like he was kind of iced for a minute because he you know apparent i think it was like they said they you know showed poor judgment or something. so yeah i'm definitely careful about who i bring to a party and I and if everyone's kind of trying to have that mindset, not everyone probably is as scrupulous. Uh, but you know, I think that just helps overall with the party, as opposed to like a swinger club where just like yeah, whoever's paying the ticket price, like you're welcome in. Please right. don't rape anybody, right? Like, um, right. What I okay. what I like at Hacienda is uh, they also do like a consent workshop before the party, and it's oh. mandatory if it's your first time there. Like, if you've never been, oh, you do have to arrive early, and you have to watch, like, this talk. And they go through they go through consent, they go through safer sex practices, they go through, like, where stuff at the party is, uh, things like that. They do some icebreaker games and make people, like, practice saying no to each other. They talk about voyeurism etiquette. Uh, they talk about, like, when somebody, you know, maybe if they're saying no, you know, trying to teach tone is difficult so trying to teach like if someone doesn't look like they're super happy chatting with you try to see if you can read that like and you'll know kind of right away they'll either be like really friendly or they'll be like oh yeah 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 oh okay cool and then you know stop (laughs) maybe don't try to keep re-engaging you know so if Mm -hmm. i introduce myself to someone i say she's really pretty i'm like you're having fun 
And she just kind of goes like, oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. And yeah, it's, it's all right. And then kind of like stops making eye contact. Like, I know I probably don't need to like keep pushing this. I have nothing that I'm receiving that says she's interested. Move on. Uh, don't mm -hmm. bother. Uh, so, yeah, they kind of do a lot of that stuff. And uh, yeah, it's uh, again, I can't speak to other parties, but I just really like the way they do it. What I like about Hacienda the most is that it's just it gives you that vibe of a house party. And so, like, if you go and you don't fuck anyone, you can still have a great time. Right. Like there are nice. some parties that are a little bit more sport fucky where I, I've heard that if, you know, when you're there and you're not having sex, like you feel it. Right. Mm -hmm. Or there's nowhere to like socialize or it's far too loud. And I just like that. Like I can go to Hacienda and like just have a good time. I will say that the, with the ticket price being what it is, you know, I do want to at least make out with somebody new. Sure. Uh, <laughs> when it was $35, I was like, yeah, that's a fun night out. If, you know, 80 to 100 bucks, I go like, it'd be really cool if I made out with somebody. You know, if I made a <laughs> yeah. connection at, with somebody. At the so, least. At the at least. least. Right. At the least. I, I like to keep the bar low. So, you know, we leave the entitlement attitude at the door. But, you know, you know, it's, it's just a good time. So that's awesome. To kind of sum up all this amazingness that we've been um hearing today it's been so much I'm, my cup is over full but what would you what kind of advice or what would you want to leave someone with since this is our building a foundation for someone who may be interested in participating in one of these various events um besides putting the ego at the door and um you know respecting those boundaries what would be something else that you would really um leave somebody with if they were looking to get into that i think it depends on like who you are and like how you're configured so like my tip to like um a solo dude might be different than like to a couple that's trying it for the first time um you know there's also like how do i even get in right so if you don't know somebody who goes to the mm -hmm. parties some of these parties or communities and there are quite a few in new york where they're non-member events to where you can like go to them, whether they're workshops or mixers or some other event, you know, Santa has like a no pants dance party. They sometimes do. Uh, they have a very popular like indoor heated pool party during the winter that they do like once a month. And so they're mixers. They're open to the public. Anyone can go, but, but they're not sex parties. Mm -hmm. But the people who go, a lot of them do go to sex parties. So if you go Got and it. start making friends in the scene, you may eventually meet somebody who'd be willing to invite you and or vouch for you, right? So go, mm -hmm. and, and I, again, it's, that's extra hoops to jump through. Now it's not as simple as, oh, my dick's hard, I'm horny, I want someone to touch it, I have $200, uh, I go to this address. It's like, right. it's like a community. Like You kind of have to come with slightly better intentions. It's a lot of commitment and time to invest if like you really mm -hmm. just need to get someone to grab your cock. So like... You know, I think that's if you have to go to three things to even maybe get an invite, it's not even guaranteed that weeds out some people, I think. Uh, yeah, but that's so, that, true. so that's one way, you know, there's another community I've, I've heard of. Uh, I follow on Instagram called the library. Again, it's like they'll do rope workshops. They do this mixer. They have a, um, a little's night. Again, not a play party. So these non-play events where you can get ingratiate yourself into a scene, kind of prove yourself safe. Uh, and that's one pathway. Um, if you're at a party, <clears throat> I'll give you the, if you're a solo guy at a party, I will give you the same advice that a older swinger friend of mine gave me when I was 24 going to my first one. And she says like, you, when in doubt, if you see a couple really going at it and they're coming down, 
go say, hey, you two look really hot. Do y'all need some water? Because mo- they usually need water. Like most people <laughs> after fucking real hard probably could use some water. And that might open up a conversation and they invite you maybe to sit down and talk. They also might not. And and you just say, and they're like, oh, thank you so much. And, and yeah, no problem. And if that's all it is. And you say like, and have fun or maybe see, I'll see you around later. Right, right. You also show you're not going to be like a super creep and maybe they will talk to you later, you know, uh, but at least it just shows like it's just a nice thing you can do. And it's a way to say hello without just awkwardly being like, hi, here's my <laughs> hand. How you doing? <laughs> I think couples saying, should be hey, like or saying, hey, I got dick too. Like, oh, OK, right, right. That's There's funny. a yeah, like who doesn't? Uh, so there, I think that's a fun move. I think it's like a kind move and it shows like you're giving. Uh, if you're a couple, I think just really hammer out. If this is the first time you're going to do anything like this, talk about stuff beforehand, figure mm-hmm. out what you want, what you don't want, figure out your boundaries, make some rules, but like, make sure you know, like what are like guidelines and make sure you know what are like rules. Because <clears throat> if you set up a rule and then some, one of you tries to make the other suggest, like maybe we could change this rule at the party you one you're now putting someone in the position to be the party pooper i can give a good Mm -hmm. example like we agreed i was taking someone to her first play party um and we were talking about should we play with other people i was open to it but i also was like trying to be really like cautious and we ultimately decided in my apartment on no i was open to keep it now if you don't want to make it a no if you're like i don't know i think i want to feel it out then like honestly say I don't know. Maybe right, we should fill right. it out. But if you're gonna like agree no, then that yeah. needs to be what it is. Because later at the party, we're talking to this couple, and at one point they say like y'all y'all want to play, and she looked at me and was like, "What do you think?" That put me in the position to like be the party pooper, mm-hmm. and I said, and yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. "Well, we agreed before we got here that we weren't gonna play with others. I wanted to fuck with these people. the 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 girlfriend was real. The chick was really hot. I was really down, yeah. but." If I if I bend in that moment and say, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, sure, I have now shown that if rules are set, I think rules are bendable. Right. Even though she's do- right. she in that moment showed that she thinks rules are bendable, which I think in that particular with that particular woman is a little bit more anxiety and some struggles with actually saying what she feels, what she's thinking right. versus what comes out of her mouth. But like it demonstrates like I will bend on rules. And then can you trust me to follow rules when I'm not around? If I say no, which I did, well, now I'm kind of the party pooper. Um, when really it would have been nice. And, and it also showed me like I was a little disappointed because like you've now put me in this position, uh, right. which I don't want to be in. So, you know, sure. when you set a rule, it no, it should be a rule. And if you want there yeah. to be flexibility, then build let there be flexibility but like decide all that at home you do not and trust me i know this from experience you do not want to get into a big emotional fight at a sex party uh oh yeah i've (laughs) been that guy i've also witnessed that guy i was at like a a friendly it was like somebody's loft and they had like 30 of their friends over to fuck around and i remember at one point i I saw this guy and uh this this woman like kind of drags her boyfriend out of this room and they're sitting on the couch People are kind of having sex and being sexual around and they're in this big fight. Apparently she walked <laughs> into this room and he was fucking somebody else without a condom. 
Oh no. They have an agreement. You use condoms with other people. And so she, he was trying to be like, no, babe, you don't understand. Cause like she's been tested this. And she's like, rightfully was like, no, that was not the fucking rule. You didn't consult me. You didn't ask. And, and now you're in a fight at a sex party. Uh, it's weird for you. It's weird for us. <laughs> Right, it's you just messed up all the vibe. The vibe, yeah, you messed up a vibe, right? Like, you don't want to, don't be the people who mess up the vibe. So, um, you know, just talk to each other and be honest, be mm-hmm. honest with each other about you want and don't want. Don't try to play that game of like, well, I want to give the answer that like she probably wants, or I want to be as flexible as he probably is hoping I'd be. You know what he wants you to be if he's good is he wants you to be honest and take care of yourself by expressing boundaries so that ways we don't accidentally cross them unknowingly. You know, so I would say do yeah. that. And uh, and and, uh, you know, single women at a party. I don't know. Have fun. <laughs> uh, know how to own your nose, I guess. You know, I, I'm probably not the best person to give advice to. But like definitely, you know, when you say, you know, own your nose. Yeah, probably a good one, which is why I like at Hacienda. They do that exercise where they tell people to go, you know, find someone you don't know and ask to give them a hug. And then the other person is going to say no. And then you have two no. people practicing saying no and practicing hearing no. And mm-hmm. when we get a no, such as like, when, you know, when I've asked a woman like, hey, like you're really hot, like I'd love to go down on you. Would you like to go down and play? And she says no, they kind of like train you to say, um, especially if you don't know what to say. And when yeah. you make an overt offer and you get a no back to say, uh, thank you for taking care of yourself. Because if they don't oh, want you, nice. if they don't want to yeah. hook up with you and they hook up with you, um, they're doing something that they don't want to do. You don't want somebody to do something mm. they don't want to do. So it's actually no thank you. Thank you for like keeping us in a situation where no one's doing Got something it. they don't want to do. Love that. Yeah. Mm, Love that's that. nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. we have, I don't do, if you have time, we have mm. a couple of listener questions that I think <laughs> you would be particularly good for answering. So we have a couple yeah. of quick ones. Is that okay? Yeah, right. let's do it. I'm supposed to okay. get someone out okay. in an hour, but I haven't heard back. So, you know, who knows? We'll see. <laughs> so um, the first one is, I love the thought of having sex with my partner, but I keep on avoiding it. Is that a problem? I, I mean, I don't think I have nearly enough information to like go in depth on this one. So. Sure. With only that, they're very basic. That's very basic. Yep. With and only they know that, we're not doctors, therapists, yeah. lawyers, blah blah blah, not giving out help. Yeah, advice. yeah, yeah. Well, just like yeah. the particulars would would really matter to me. There's all sorts mm-hmm. of things. Um, I guess the most generic and obvious one is: is that a problem for you? Like, do you are you okay with that? You don't really seem to want to fuck your partner. Um, and then I would say, how does your partner feel about that? But without any extra information, it's kind of hard to like get any give anything more specific. So, um, yeah. what'd you say? Is it bad? Is it was that the phrase? Yeah, is that, if the, is is that, that bad? Problem? Is it a problem? It's a problem if is it's it a, a problem? problem for you, and it's a problem yeah. if it's a problem for your partner. And if it's a problem for either of you, you two should probably talk about it. True, but like if so you wait, and she said she likes the idea of having sex, but like doesn't, yeah. yeah. And I also don't know how old, like you know, if this is coming from an 18 year old versus a 42 year old. Like those are very different <clears throat> contexts. If she's 18, there's all sorts of factors that come into play. Uh, if she's 42, like there, it's a greater possibility that maybe she doesn't find the partner attractive. I just, I would really, uh, you know, if she wants to DM and give some more information, you know, I, I got an email address, uh, check out the podcast. You can, 
can uh, find out more, can ask me. I do take advice questions on my show. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to go further if I had some more to work with. Right. So another one is how to make someone fall in love with the art of seduction. <clears throat> what, even, what even mean? The, the art of seduction, <laughs> like the book? I'm pretty sure that is a book, The Art of Seduction. It sure um, is. I, I have it. Yeah, it's like, and I also don't know if it's like a legit, you know, a good sex positive book or if it's like a pickup artist book. You know, you never really know. Uh, it's, I guess, if they're asking, uh, how do I get my partner to like maybe take some extra efforts to seduce to do the foreplay that isn't physical foreplay, right? Um, right. I, first thing I would say is like, have you talked to your partner about it? And, and not necessarily like to complain, but rather to say like, hey, like, I really love it when I get little surprises like, the, you know, whatever it is you're looking for. Like, what does the art of seduction mean for you? What is a yeah. what what is a what would successfully executing what you're wanting look like? And then in some, you know, good fashion, like tell them that. And then yeah. if they continue to not do it, maybe they just don't give a shit. And then maybe like That's they're not true. worth your time. But like some people just don't know. Some people have different styles of seducing and flirting. And, you know, some people just need like a, a guide in the right direction. Um, mm -hmm. Some people might sure. be like, oh, I can't. I'm not really into the like, I had a, an ex who like really likes sexting. And I was like, look, sometimes sexting is kind of something I feel like I do for work. And. I don't not sex, but like, I'm not, if you like randomly want to hit me out in the day and get like a really saucy sex in return, I'm probably not the guy for that. Like you should probably use one of your other partners for that. Cause like, I don't know that I can offer that, but here's what I could offer. Or like, you know, is it, you know, I was just trying to be honest about what like I could and couldn't offer. Um, you know, when I'm not working, I actually, I'm so, I'm just more of a sweetheart and I want to do and offer sweet things and say sweet things. Like, I want to say like, I was really thinking about your smile today. Um, more often than I want to be like, I was thinking about your juicy wet cunt and what I would do with it. And let me tell you what I'm going to do with it. And then lay out like all the whole scene. Cause that I'm just like, I'd rather be getting paid, you know, whatever amount per word, uh, for this writing piece. <laughs> <clears throat> you know? All right now. So, but yeah, artist seduction. Uh, I I don't really understand the question fully, but like, you know, tell them what you want, and if they still mm -hmm. don't do it, then like maybe they don't give a shit. But I think there's also yeah. a lot of people. I I'm not going to gender it, but who forget that foreplay is not just oral and fingers. Hello. Foreplay is yeah. what you were texting six hours ago. Yes. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. All right. And so our last question is um, kind of this is abbreviated from a longer question, but we have a listener, an older listener who is interested in pursuing a consensual or ethically non-monogamous relationship, um, but they don't really know where to go to find a community um, to mm -hmm. help them with their journey. So I was wondering if you had any recommendations for like where they could go to get support for that. You said this was like a shorter version of a longer question. Is there any like other yeah. details? To, to get, well, well you, you Lulu just gave a look of like we got sent a novel <laughs> pretty we did and so uh, uh, I, I don't want yeah. I, I think if there's more details it might dox them or make them uncomfortable so oh oh okay okay I thought this yeah. was something that was submitted in back. um yeah um and so they're looking for like are they looking for resources or are they looking for like community community so, like, I think we will, we will would... say that they are 70 I don't yeah that. Oh, yeah they're shit. in their 70s that's so, dope 
So this would be their first time pursuing that type of relationship. And yeah, and at um, that age, they got to get started as soon as possible because, like, really, you know, every day is precious. <laughs> Um. So, um, so they were looking for like, you know, they don't have a lot of people they could talk to about this for various sure. reasons. So like, do you have any um, resources that would be like, communities that they could be a part of or? I mean, yeah, I have something? a yeah, yeah. I mean, so if we're skipping the resources like the books and podcasts that are out there, this being mm-hmm. one of them, mine being one of right. them, you know, mm-hmm. books right. like Ethical Slut and, and all the other like non-monogamy books hitting out there. If they're like, we just want to meet some other people who are like this and maybe ask some questions, but just kind of see how they talk about it and maybe go. It depends where you live. So if you live in New York City, if you live in Los Angeles, if you live in San Francisco, you can like literally find meetups. You could go to meetup.com, type in non-monogamy and probably find some shit. Uh, but, you know, uh, the the great thing about the Internet is that the, you can really connect with folks. I have a great free sex positive discord server you don't have to be a fan of my podcast i've got people in there who've never listened to my podcast but it's just a place where a lot of like-minded people can connect you know sometimes they're just talking about fun whatever stuff but a lot of times they are talking about um relationship models and dating struggles and you know i'm trying to figure out how to talk to my partner about this uh we're trying to we're going to go to our first sex party tonight wish us luck hey what kind of sex toys do y'all like for this and and so there's you know you could it doesn't you don't have to go to my server but like I think Discord servers um, are really showing that they can provide community. There are Reddit mm-hmm. subreddits. You could go to like our non-monogamy, our polyamory, and you could probably connect there. Uh, if, if you do live in a place where there's local scenes, you can usually find those like on Meetup, Facebook, uh, FetLife. Again, this this de- really geographic dependent, and just like look for community. I would say sometimes look for like like a kink molt, molt uh kink munch or a like some sort of poly mixer uh mm-hmm. something like that uh or even an adult sex ed class at like your local feminist sex toy shop that you know they at least will help you point you can point you in a direction if you are curious to join my discord server it's called the champagne room uh it's free to join you don't have to li- listen to my show you don't even have to really like me uh but it, it, you can go there uh, at slash discord uh don't let discord scare you i i think it's actually far better than facebook um but that's a really good place to connect and you can just ask like-minded people how they do things and what they should get doing and hurry up you know time's short you know that so let's let's get on it let's let's get that let's get those slutty septuagenarians going that's what i say love that fantastic so Billy, you want to never thank too you late. So never much, too late. Yeah, clearly, and he, this person wants it. Um, so we really appreciate you coming on and giving us all this worth of knowledge. My brain is, like I said, cup run is over right now. And, you know, since Absolutely. you are in New York, we're gonna have to have some side conversation about me just coming and watching what's going on for my learning purposes. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Billy, yeah, absolutely. This was so fantastic to learn from you. Um, And we hope to have you back in the future telling us more of your fabulous Mm. stories. Um, All right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life. Or you could reach up to us on social media. We are um, mindful sex ed pod on twitter and mindful sex ed podcast on instagram and billy where can everyone find you and man pod 
Sure. Uh, first, uh, in addition to that Discord server, again, manwhorepod.com slash Discord. Uh, my show, The Man Whore Podcast, is available wherever you listen to audio. Just search Man Whore, one word. I pop up. Uh, <laughs> you can also follow me on social media. Uh, I, I'm particularly, I like Twitter a lot. I, I'm at the Billy Presida, uh, P-R-O-C-I-D-A. And I just started a new TikTok that uh, it's going to be specifically about sex and dating, mostly dating relationships. Uh, and that's UG Dating at UGH Dating on TikTok. That's like that's the new yeah. thing I'm being told I got to do. So I'm I'm doing it. Uh, I'm making the ticky talkies. But yeah, Man Whore Podcast, wherever you want. And uh, you, you'll usually find my links uh, under underneath that. Fantastic. And we'll include. Yeah, we'll include oh, everything you. in our show notes. Um, so if you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. And Lulu? And it's free! So please send this episode or any of our episodes to someone you think would be interested in listening. Lastly, check out all the podcasts on the Tickle.life network and visit Tickle.life for all of your mindful sex ed needs. Goodbye, everyone, and we will see you next week. Bye! Bye. Bye.